0: Welcome to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra.
1: Hey guys, I'm Jasmine.
0: A registered dental hygienist.
1: What does your tongue say about you?
0: Traveler, fashionista, and home lover. She's obsessed with teeth.
1: There's my teeth.
0: And loves making people smile. (laughs) Enlightening, honest, funny.
1: Sweet Jiminy crickets.
0: And always true to herself.
1: Don't compare yourself to others.
0: This is Just Floss It. Now, here's Jasmine.
1: Welcome, guys! You're here with Jasmine, and you're tuning in to Just Floss It. You are tuning in to my episode with my best friend from dental hygiene school, Brittany. Whoop whoop! She's here. She's been with me since day one of hygiene. Uh, well, I say day one because immediately I sat next to her and made her my best friend. So she really didn't have a choice. (laughs) I was definitely her work slash school wife. You were my wife. You were my wife, my crutch, my best friend. My enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Enemy. I'm just kidding. She slapped fries out of my hands one time. Yeah, I did. I tried to help her. You know, like we were on a budget. We were trying to stay fit because, you know, in hygiene school, you have no life, including sometimes working out. Definitely. You just have no life. Easy as that. It's easy to stress eat. If you haven't been on my Instagram lately or my TikTok, you have missed out on my sweaters that I just released, my Just faucet sweaters, because they are almost completely sold out. You better get yours. Yeah, seriously, like I had no idea you guys would even accept my design or crazy idea and you guys blew me away. Like, did you even know? That people would buy my sweaters? Yes, I knew. How Come did on. you? Oh, my gosh. Why wouldn't you guys buy her sweaters? I thought that maybe two or three. OK, 10. I'd get really lucky if 10 bought them. Oh, gosh, guys. Do you remember when we graduated hygiene school and I said, hey, like, I'm going to create an Instagram. You know how all those influencers are making Instagrams about or influencing makeup, clothing, God knows what. And there is just really no dental influencers out there and i will never forget that you were like do it yes definitely do it Ugh. she she's made for this you guys there's just no other words <laughs> stop you're making me blush <laughs> we're literally sitting in my closet right now um my lovely recording studio um, I just feel like this is where hip hop starts. Yeah, like, I feel like the greatest rappers had a start like this. They, yeah, definitely. And now I get to see your full wardrobe. So that's cool. Yeah, like you can pick out an outfit while you're here. You can even pick out some male clothes. Don't mind me. I moved all the dirty chonies and underwear <laughs> out so you didn't have to see it. Wow, thank you so much. <laughs> so how I know Brittany. I met Brittany in hygiene school. We sat next to each other and we immediately became best friends. I thought she was a little crazy, you guys. Well, I thought you were crazy, too, which is why I thought we'd be praying <laughs> for <of> each other. <laughs> Probably a match made in heaven. Like, when she laughed at all my jokes when other people didn't, that's when I was like, she my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why are we the only ones laughing? I don't know. I I feel like either you loved us or you hated us, but I like to think that most people loved us. It's hard being in a class with nineteen women. It is uh, definitely like it's it's brutal. Yeah, at first you're like hunky dory friends. You're hooked, like you're like hooked for friends yep. for life, and you're just like this is my ride or die. And then you throw in clinical and finding patients. I think it's just the stress of it all. Yeah, you know, I can't say I was like always on my A game and the nicest. That's just being real, but yeah. It definitely, by like your second year, starts to get nasty. <laughs> right? Dirty. Very dirty. Got one of our professors from Oxnard College. We, so let me back up. Brittany and I pulled an epic pl- prank um <laughs> for Halloween. Yeah. We didn't tell any of our classmates and we dressed up as matching T-Rexes. Gosh, that's going to go down in history. It huh? definitely went down in history because... We got there before anyone else did. We blew those suckers up. Mind and, you, I don't even know how we afforded those. Dude, I sold my soul for it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that T-Rex because I knew that it was going to be the only thing that made me happy for that entire month. Like, it, it gave me something to look forward to. But I remember we we showed up before our classmates and our professors and we greeted Every single one of our classmates and our professors and our director. Yes. And we like chase them in our little T-Rexes with our little arms. (laughs) We went to class and we put our little T-Rex legs up on the tables just to like add a little spice to the class. We had to do something for a good laugh, you guys, because you definitely need a ton of laughter going through hygiene school. Yeah. And I will never forget the comment that our professor made to us. He was a male. And you could probably guess if you're an Oxford hygiene <laughs> student, I'm not going to give his name away because he's a classic, classic, you'll know. know. You'll know. He said to us, I think the only way that you've made it through this program is through your, what was it, humor? Yeah. Or what did he our say? Our sense of humor. That our sense of humor was the only reason why we had survived hygiene school or we're going to graduate. There's definitely no lie in that comment. Yeah, I definitely feel like I made it through hygiene school because I told like some few good jokes. Few. We told rad jokes. Come on. <laughs> and our lingo made everybody laugh. We would just like make up things. Like... Yeah, we butchered every dental word. We, Ugh, oh so gosh, bad. it was kind of embarrassing at times because people would make fun of us, but we knew what each other meant. Yeah, you guys, if you're looking for. Like, somebody who's going to be in, a, like, an encyclopedia up here, it's not going to be us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> definitely tune yeah, out. I'm sorry. If you're looking for me to give you, like, the best of the best education, <laughs> I'm going to give you the real down low truth and how to shoot it to your straight to your patients and just get them to buy into your treatment and call it a day. It definitely works every time. It really, really does because they feel like they're your friend and they can trust you. And at the end of the day, like... Your patience is all that matters. Yeah, it's the best dynamic, for sure. It really is. It's organic, it's real, and it's authentic. And your patients feel it. They know that you are being yourself, that you love them, and you care about them. Yep. So something that a lot of people don't know about you, or maybe they do, or maybe they don't, if they're listening or tuning in, is that you actually have a son. Yes. And during our program, I think he was about... I think we established he was definitely 4 4 years old. Yeah. And I just want to say that like one of the greatest reasons why I look up to you as a best friend is the simple fact that like you make me so proud to call you my best friend because you were able to balance being a mom, being a friend, being a daughter, caring school, paying for school, hustling, like I could go on and on with the list of things that like you are. And I just feel like you can speak volumes to the moms out there or the dads out there that are going through dental programs or dental hygiene programs. You guys, I get so weird when people compliment me. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. I don't know why. I, like, you just need, know you I just, just need to accept it. You just need to accept it. All right. You well, are incredible. Thank you so much. But what advice would you give to someone that's struggling with children that is about to go in the program or is in the program? Definitely just don't give up. I know that sounds super corny, but I think just because, I mean, I, I was not perfect in hygiene school. There was a lot that I failed, but I just, I think I retained more through my failures, which is odd.
0: I know that's odd,
1: but when people talk to me today about like, I failed this, or you know, oh, I can't, I like, I'm having so much trouble in this class. It's like, you will remember those questions that like stumped you. And those are the ones that stick with you. And definitely things are like build upon each other in hygiene school. So you'll see that question again. And you won't miss it because it killed you the first time you missed it. And I I feel like that's what got us through hygiene school. Absolutely. I remember the moment that we both finished our written boards and we called each other and we were like, dude, how did you feel? Yeah. And you were just like, I felt good. Like, All those hard questions that I failed (laughs) were on the exam and it helped because I remembered those questions from when I failed. So I feel like a lot of people look at failure as a bad thing, but you have to flip it around in your head and picture it as a blessing in disguise because now it's embedded and burned into your brain. It's engraved in there, guys. Yes, because you're never going to want to miss those questions again. And you have like then looked up the answers that you missed and you're like, oh, I'm going to get that one next time. (laughs) And honestly, yeah, all you can do is just try to do better than you did the last time. And that's basically what we did. So let's fast forward to graduating. May 2018, we take our written boards, clinical boards, and our law and ethics and we finally pass it and we're about to apply for jobs. Now you're in the real world and you start seeing patients. Let's talk about the ish. <laughs> That's a nice word. The ish that patients say or do on a daily basis or like they've presented to you like rad interactions that you're just like I don't know how to handle what was just given to me on my plate. Okay, are you ready? Definitely. I'm like really nervous to tell you guys some of my stories because I'm like, is does anyone else go through these creepy, odd, like weird dynamics that you just don't know how to navigate through? But here it goes. Okay. So it was like one of my very first days. You could clearly tell I was nervous because you could probably see the sweat. piercing through my clothes and my armpits were probably drenched and my hair was probably all over the place. I, I swear I showed up looking nice. I was looking fresh, but at the end of the day, I looked like I was hit probably 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I remember I called you for this story. Yeah. So my patient shows up sit him down they've never met me before I'm like hi I'm Jasmine I'm your dental hygienist I'll be cleaning your teeth today how are you we're just gonna just call him Sam it's so nice to meet you Sam I hope all like has anything changed in your medical history anything new going on they say no blah 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 have a few more exchanges I start taking x-rays and he goes well how long have you been doing this for you know that you get that question a lot, right? All the time, honestly. It, yeah, and they're like, you look so young. So I answer back very confidently, straight face. I'm like 18. I just graduated. <laughs> straight face, guys. They look back at me with this shocked, emo, like ghost face. How do I respond to this chick that just told me she's 18, is about to clean my teeth? She looks young as hell, fresh out of school, <laughs> He was like, really? I said, yeah, I'm 18. So and actually, you're my very first patient. And I just watched a couple YouTube videos just to make sure that I knew how to hold an instrument and clean some teeth. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. Like, it'll be great. It gets the patient laughing at that point. And they realize, like, how rude that question is, kind of. (laughs) And you just have to learn to banter back with some humor. Yeah, I definitely have to agree. Like if you don't grow that thick skin and just know that patients are going to say the most ridiculous things and sometimes they don't even mean it the way that it comes out. Yeah. You just have to learn like grow thick skin now or else... Or else it's going to hurt you. It's definitely going to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I feel like my first year was pretty rough. I think by, like, probably, like, late this year, (laughs) I was getting a little better. I was still a little sensitive. But now I'm just like, okay, sit down. Be humble. (laughs) Brittany, now it's your turn. You got to spill some beans, add some juice to our story. The goods. Um, The goods. Like, what have you in God's name been through, I'm sure some hygienists can relate to your story. Honestly, a whole lot, but probably one of the best ones as of recently, which honestly really turned my day around, was (laughs) (laughs) I had this older lady come in and I said hello and we have to have all of the patients use a pre-rinse before we start. And yeah, so... which if you guys are looking for a pre-rinse, the Colgate Peroxyl is one of the best, best rinses out there. Yes. And I'm not sponsored in this podcast by Colgate. I am genuinely telling you that that is one of the best mouth rinses. It tastes really good. The minty flavor is great. Go try that. Yeah. So... I had her, well, I said, if you could go to the sink and do two things for me. I have mouth rinse out for you, so if you can rinse for me, and then after that, if you could please wash your hands. And just to clarify, you have the mouth rinse sitting prepared for her in the cup, right? Yes, it's, like, all ready to go. Okay. So, I honestly didn't think much of it, and I saw her pick up the cup, and I think I turned around. Oh, God. Um. Oh, God, Where Just is this look going? at the computer screen, and when I turned back around... She was done, but I never heard her spit, spit. Into the sink. And she was like, I'm guessing I just swallow it, right? And I was like, what? Wait, like- <laughs> so she legit took it like a shot of whiskey? Oh, she like threw that back. And I was like, wow, so this is how my day is going to go. Great. I'm- okay, I got one to add to that that might even be <gasps> as good as it. <laughs> so I had a patient show up the other day. Same thing. I had the cup prepared so they don't have to do much thinking at all. It's just right there. I said, okay. Hey, we're going to name him Todd. Hey, Todd. uh, It's so great to see you. I'm just going to have you rinse for one minute with this pre-procedural rinse and then spit into the sink and wash your hands as you're actually rinsing in your mouth. I like clearly stated, state by like, (laughs) like minute by minute, second by second, what he's supposed to do. I see this fella. As I'm getting ready to look at his medical history, his notes, I'm like looking at his chart on the computer screen. From the corner of my eye, I see him take the disposable cup that had the mouth rinse in it, the, pero- the peroxyl mouth rinse in it, legit put it on his hands and started <laughs> washing his hands with it. And I was like, oh, Lord, I didn't just see that. I didn't just witness that out of my left corner <laughs> eye. Like, did I? So I look at him and I was like, are you washing your hands with the mouth rinse that I told you to rinse with? We have a great relationship, so I could talk to him like that. And he looks at me and he's like, yeah. And I I said, you know that mouth rinse was supposed to be for your mouth, right? And he goes, oh, okay. And he's like, well, I'm already this far. So he continues like, moving his hands in the motion of, like, soap, but nothing's happening because it's mouth rinse. And I was like, well, that's one way to do it, I guess. I guess that's a new tester for us. Well, you're going to have to let me know how it feels on your hands. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) When I saw her take back that shot, I was honestly a little bit proud of her like wow i don't think Never i could have taken that. back was it listerine colgate what yes. was it i think it was like some act so i don't oh. know that was so good but oh. it's like there's no going back after that oh, like what's shoot. i supposed to do <laughs> first day of real world work and you're trying to prepare yourself for what they taught you in school you grab the patient's chart you review their medical history your patient has arrived. Your front desk has informed you. You walk out to the the radi- the walking uh, the waiting room and you're like shaking. <laughs> I was going to say, you're definitely shaking. <laughs> and you're thinking in your head, are they going to like me? I'm the new girl. How do I even like break this barrier of conversation with the patient? Like they've seen Nancy for 20 years and I just show up. I'm the new girl. I look like I'm 16 and... They definitely don't like you. Yeah, and they don't like you and, right away. And they'll tell you. So you'll go out to the waiting room and you'll say, okay, Stan Smith, it's your appointment. Um, I'm here. I'm going to clean your teeth. Um, Do you want to come back with me? Well, you would say, hey, Mr. Smith, are you ready? They would say yes. Immediately as you're walking back or down the hallway to your operatory, they go, what happened to Nancy? Yeah, always, right? What do you say? She's not coming back. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) Well, Nancy is no longer here and I'm your new hygienist. (laughs) Definitely for me, it was like they they always want to know where they went and if they're coming back. Yeah, if they're coming back. And And in mine, I was covering, well, not covering. I was taking over for somebody who retired, which I'm sure a lot of you guys have had similar situations and... I was like, yeah, she retired and she's not coming back. I mean, we're stuck together, so let's make this work. Yeah, let's make this relationship work. I find, like, the best way to kind of get into their hearts or, like, make friends with them is just immediately start asking them about their family or just what they did on the weekend or what they have plans for the weekend and just kind of go from there. Um I feel like it. sometimes it's really difficult to have the confidence to bring it up. Yeah. Because you're like, are they going to respond? How are they going to respond? Are they going to be quiet, short, or happy or mad or whatever it may be? Like, you have to not fear their response. Yeah. I would definitely say you have to kind of feel them out with pretty, you know, like the small talk. Feel them out with just questions you would ask, you know. Generally, like, oh, how was your weekend? Or, um, you know, maybe there's a holiday coming up like Thanksgiving and if they have plans. Yeah, I like that. So... When you were a little, little girl, or maybe a teenager, and you were listening to Job Rule and Tupac or whatever the hit music was, for me it was Get Low by Little John. <laughs> <laughs> I might lose some followers by announcing my uh, hip-hop love affair, um, but... Please tell me, like, why you chose to be a dental hygienist over a dentist or maybe even over a nurse, because I feel like those are the great, like, two things that people always ask us. Like, are you going to go back to school? Why or why not? I'm definitely not going back to school. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I just, I don't think I could do it. But you only have an associate's. I don't care. (laughs) I was saying I feel like same tortured. whoever asked me like but you only have an associate's are you gonna go back for your bachelor's uh-uh. hell to the no Mm-mm. I love my associates I got out almost or debt free yeah you got out pretty darn close to debt pretty close and for all of you guys asking an associate's is perfect for clinical hygiene yeah you'll do just fine and I think we're doing all right yeah. so I don't really feel the need to but definitely the reason why I chose hygiene over being a dentist, which I was persuaded to go the dentistry route by um, an employer that I had. Um, I guess it was just the commitment of, I have a son, so the commitment of longer schooling, I just felt like it wouldn't be fair. Hygiene's only two years, And I had done um, my prereqs basically at night while still working. So... What did you do as, like, your side job prior to going into the program? I was a dental assistant, And do you feel like dental assisting helped you in dental hygiene school? I definitely thought it would help me. It would have helped more. Okay, so... For those asking like should I go into dental assisting prior to dental hygiene like what because I can't give that background because I just went straight into it. Yeah I guess it's I would say dependent upon I mean how indecisive you are (laughs) right because I've told my sister even like you should really get into an office where you are gaining some type of experience even if it's it's not you're getting paid for it right Mm -hmm. or Hopefully you are, but you're putting in some work. I feel like you should use a saliva ejector and, you know, definitely get in the mouth. Make sure that you're okay with saliva. Yeah, I feel like it gets you to be more comfortable in the mouth or around it. I definitely remember like the first semester of hygiene, like you kind of one upped a lot of us that had no dental background or experience because you already had known how to take x-rays or... Hold a simple yeah. saliva ejector because like we had like I no idea those things though. Because I feel clinically, i I was definitely maybe more confident, mm-hmm. so it does help you in that area. But book wise, I don't. You're feel all the same level. I was definitely at the same level or even behind because I feel like the students who did better were the people who had bachelors and. I got through college basically. You're only taking a few classes at a time, so it wasn't that hard for me to keep a higher grade. Yeah, you and know? now you're being tossed into the wolves and having to balance a full time schedule. Yeah, and your own life, and you're just like, whoa. How I do I do this? I definitely didn't have the same study habits as before yeah well you learned that it wasn't good enough (laughs) yeah but my study habits were definitely bad off on that do you think it was worth being a dental assistant before like would you tell someone if they asked you right now should I go into dental hygiene right away or do a dental assisting first like would you do it again yeah definitely okay because I do feel even like with patient confidence you know I can tell them, yeah, you know, managing patients and then just kind of knowing like the background knowledge. Once Mm -hmm. I got out of hygiene school, I really did know how the office was going to flow, which I do feel like was kind of different for you. Oh, absolutely. I think that I didn't even know how to put in a ring kit in someone's mouth and you had to literally hold my hand and show me how it was done. I think probably 50 times. (laughs) That's so funny because it's I don't even remember these things. And I'm anymore. pretty sure I convinced you to do all my um <laughs> What what are those uh Alginates? Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely made her take all my impressions and all that. Dad. I've never had to do it since hygiene school, no. guys. So You won't have to. Yeah. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think it's a good thing you should volunteer your time or do dental assisting because you will definitely know if dentistry is for you without a doubt. And I've always said like don't waste your money or your time pursuing something and then it's definitely not something for you. It it doesn't make you happy cuz hygiene school in general, that's a lot to go through then to then decide like this isn't, you know, the work for you. Dentist or dental hygienist for you and why? Well, It was definitely always hygienist. I did a little bit think about going, you know, to dental school, but what ultimately shied me away was just the responsibility and like the business part of being a dentist. Plus the schooling, all the schooling. I mean, I could I couldn't 110% commit. agree. Like school, school, schooling, like the amount of time that you would have to dedicate of your life. It's like eight plus years of schooling. Yeah, I just couldn't. Honestly, I just I feel like I knew myself and I have Ian, so I didn't feel like that was going to be fair. I was like, well, if I get to hygiene school and I'm doing well, I'm still not married, like maybe I will pursue it, you know, be making more money and I can make that decision later on. But ultimately, I think I just picked family life over. And I think it's difficult because in our profession, like I'm sure nurses get that backlash too. They're like, well, why don't you go on further? And it's like, why can't I just be content with where I'm at? I definitely have to agree. Why can't I be happy with, I mean, quote unquote, just being a hygienist? Like, there's nothing wrong with hygiene. I think a lot of people are uneducated in how much hygienists make and how educated we are in the overall body. Like, it's not just about, you know physical demand of cleaning. Yeah. We know much more <laughs> I've than definitely... picking up instruments and looking like we're removing something. Yeah. I've definitely caught those comments like you'll tell them what you're what you do and when they think you're a dental assistant or two, you explain it a little further. And they're like, wait, so why aren't you a dentist? And majority <laughs> of my smart remarks are Because I want to go out. I want to go home at night and not worry about anything else. I want to get paid and go home. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to have to worry about an overhead. No, I don't want to have to worry about the schedule. I just want to show up, do my job, love on my patients. Yes promote, educate, oral health and like do a darn good job at my job and go home. Definitely. <laughs> Call it a day and be home with your family. I don't want to be worried about those Google reviews no. or those, those Yelpers. Oh, my God. <laughs> OK, so you might hate me for bringing this topic up, what? but in hygiene, you didn't have the best relationship with a male and it didn't end well during hygiene school And I kept telling you, just have faith. You're going to meet like the most incredible man that you'll never have to work hard for. What do you say to those girls that have like toxic relationships during the program? My whole life was that. My whole (laughs) life was toxic as hell. So toxic. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like it gave you such a beautiful gift. And that's Ian. Yeah. Like you. Yes, for sure. Like you, you like the bad boys. You definitely had a thing for the bad boys. You guys, we all have a thing for bad boys. Oh my God, But you absolutely. have to grow out of it. Yeah. So you graduate hygiene school. You go to Ojai Valley Inn where you coincidentally meet the love of your life. So crazy. And you came home that day and told me, I just met this guy. He was so nice to me. And you started telling me about him. Well, and my sister set us up. Okay. So I I can't remember. I think we've had like other interactions just like hi or I knew of him from my sister but were that you immediately day, like attracted to him? No, I don't think I like I just didn't know, you know, because when you've been in this, like, roller coaster of this toxic-ass dating world. I don't know if I'm allowed to say <laughs> you that have, word. No, but, you can say it. But you have your blinders on? Yeah, you just have your blinders on. I think it wasn't that I wasn't, like, attracted to him. I think you're just so blinded by, like, this is a t- – he's not my type. Like, definitely not my type. I wouldn't have, like, gone for him and – my, sister's, I, my sister basically messaged me, I want to say like the day after, um, and she was like, you just need to date a good guy. And you're like, uh-huh. Like, like they just, even exist. Yeah. Like, you just need to go on a date with a really good guy. And I know the perfect person because he needs to date somebody who has like, their head on their shoulders. Yeah. Like, is a good person, too. And didn't you say that like your first encounter, he... Like, brought he knew that Ian, your son, liked Sonic, so he bought him a watch. Yeah, so and that's, that's like, we had other barrier. encounters where it was, like, I had never met him, never seen him, but he was good friends with my sister. So he already had, like, a little background. Yeah, so he knew that I existed, and I knew he existed, but he was just a name, you know? And um he knew my son, obviously, because of my sister, and she was talking about how he likes Sonic, So, I guess he had gone to the mall, which is, you know, back then, those were still open. uh, (laughs) What's a mall? Yeah. He went to the mall, and he saw this Sonic watch and brought it for him, which was, like, just so odd because... You weren't used to someone, like, doing stuff for you or doing for your family. You were so used to being independent. So, and and, yeah. (laughs) It was, like, it sounds so small and kind of dumb, but he, like, made that small, like effort and it wasn't even to you know it wasn't for me mm-hmm. you know what I mean it was purely just for him he knew that I think he just knew the way to your heart he like, didn't even like know me like <laughs> <that yet. laughs> which is so I remember odd. like you I think he grew the guts to like ask you on a date or something like that and you came home from your very first day and you were like I think you said it was so awkward and But the conversation kind of went well. Yeah. And you knew he was shy. And like you kind of had to be the one with the first moves for everything. Oh, definitely. And uh, you said, I I just remember you telling me that and you're like, dude, he's not even like typically my type like he's ginger he has a beard he is like light skin I typically like them brown and like yeah <laughs> I definitely thought I was gonna end up marrying a Mexican but it didn't happen and I'm so grateful because yeah. he really is made for me but I was definitely I remember telling you was, and the conversation I said, was so great yeah but I was like, it's just so weird because I wouldn't typically pick him yeah. out of a crowd of people. Yeah. But I mean, obviously that was good because everything that I was picking prior was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I even told you word for word, I think he's your husband. And I had yeah. never even met him. Yeah. But, you know, you had to, like told me that you're going to meet somebody and... It's just going to be easy. Yes. And you're going to want him. He's going to want you back and... It's It's not going to be a game. Yeah, no game. And boy, did he never play games with you. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. There Mm -hmm. is non-player guys out there. Yeah, (laughs) it does exist, ladies. But it's probably not going to be that bad boy that you're trying to make good because that's never going to work And if you have those toxic relationships during hygiene school or before, get rid of them then. Yeah. Because they will bring you down and... You do not need that. It'll be the best thing that you do. I can honestly. tell you that like throughout my 2-year program of hygiene, I didn't really have time for my husband. Like as a married woman, I barely saw my husband. I saw you more than my husband. Yeah, definitely. That's why I was would... Most days I don't even I don't even think I knew what he was doing unless I texted him. Right. And if I had time for that. Yeah. What? But sometimes I think to myself, like, was that just us or like our other programs different? I mean, you guys would tell us. I feel like you guys need to let us know. Yeah. You guys need to let me know in my DMs. Like, are we just cuckoo or like psychos? Did you guys were you guys able to balance that well or what? Because we felt like we just definitely didn't have a life. And that's why it always made me so sad. I was missing out on Ian. So fast forward. We're now two and a half years of being graduated and we're in the real world. And I get the pleasure of working with my best friend one day a week. And it is so awesome. And I get to still see you and talk to you. Well, I get to talk to you every day because you have no choice. I'm still calling your butt on the way home and to work. (laughs) Yeah. Even when we're not working together, we're still calling each other when Before we go in, and then when we get off, yeah, we're like walking into the office, they're like, Okay, gotta go, love you, bye. Yeah, (laughs) basically, basically. Yeah, so I feel like one other piece of advice, if I could give to any of you guys that are listening, is find a best friend in the program, and they're gonna be your best friends for life. Like, they're gonna go something through something with you that is so impactful. And no one in your family, not your spouse, not your siblings, not your parents, not your friends, will understand the amount of stress or overload that you are enduring during the program. But your best friend in the program will. Yeah. And And then outside of it too, because there's so many things that go on in the dental office that you're like, gosh, how do I do this? Yes. And you don't know if you're doing it right. So you call up your bestie and you're like, yo. Do you remember this? Like, are we supposed to do this? Are you doing this? Yeah. Or tell me so that I I remember and I'm doing it right. Yeah. And tell me, please, how you answer this patient that responds to you like this. Definitely. I just feel like it's so important to have that bestie relationship because you're going to need them during and after. It doesn't (laughs) end. It really doesn't end. And so I'll close it off with saying thank you for joining me. Um, I'm so grateful to have you as my friend. And leading into the holidays, like I want to tell you that I love you so, so much. So sweet. I love you as much as the turkey that's frying right now, our (laughs) deep-fried turkey. (laughs) I'm done. Hey, and don't let your professors tell you that nobody will ever hire you and your best friend because – It happened. Oh, it happens. Dr. Kapadia hired both of us. uh, (laughs) i We have so much fun working together. Yeah, he made our dreams come true. That's for sure. For sure. Like, I get to work with my best friend and I'm so... And Helen. Yes, Helen. If you don't know Helen, our dental assistant, you are missing out. Go check out my Instagram because I interview her on a daily basis. And she is actually the true celebrity. She it's really not is. even me. It's not you. It's Helen. It's Helen. Sorry. Like, I know that all of you come on to my my story just to see more of Helen (laughs) we want Helen (laughs) more Helen (laughs) free Helen (laughs) anyways thanks guys for tuning in to just faucet we hope that you had an amazing Thanksgiving and that these holidays that are coming up treat you guys extremely well and we send you tons of hugs and kisses and uplifting empowerment for you to Go into the new semester of hygiene and just kill it. Yeah. And don't let anything stop you. Yes. Don't let that F or that D deter you. Just go in there and do it all over again. And you got this. You got this for sure. We're so proud of you guys. Keep going. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. If you haven't checked out my TikTok or my Instagram, please go check it out. Or my website, just floss it. Everything is Just Floss it, so you'll find it quickly. It was so nice talking to you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Toodles. Bye. Bye.
0: Registered Sh- dental hygienist, traveler, fashionista. You've been listening to Just Floss it with Jasmine Capra. Keep up with Jasmine at justflossit.com. And follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Just Thanks for listening.